0: Did you know that nearly 9 out of 10 home buyers say they'd use a buyer's agent when purchasing a home again? Buyer representation really matters when there's 111 to-dos. Visit Realtor.com slash Buyer Agent Toolkit and spread the word. Buyer agents are essential.
1: Yeah, I think one of the, the biggest trends that we're, we're seeing right now is that we um, people from the agent side right they're actually focused a lot more in terms of where where's my healthcare coming from that's a big component right now for agents is is, what does that look like what does my retirement look like that's another big component so i think from the the team lead side in terms of running a team what you can do for you to support your agents is to provide different level of benefits that are out there we see people leaving the industry all the time for a benefits package which i think that there's ways to be able to support your agents that way um so i think that's one one Area that it's going to be really focused on as we kind of lead to the next the next area here, and then I think the other big trend is kind of what we discussed is that consumers really want. Um, an all-in-one solution. You know, the the Amazon is an easy kind of uh, -of get-out-of-jail-free thing to throw out there, right? That says like, hey, they want the Amazon of real estate. So what does that mean? What does that look like, right? What does that mean for real estate? It just means that consumers have one place to go for all of their real estate needs, not just insurance, financial, or mortgage, or buying or selling a home. But then what about home repairs, Mm -hmm. right? Where does it stop, right? Yeah. you know, Amazon never stopped. Right. So what, do, what does that look like? Home repairs? What about delivery services? What about even things like we've mapped this out in our whiteboards? Like when somebody buys a home with you, that you automatically have their first Amazon delivery that they've been, they've been ordering delivered to their house as part of the entire package. They don't have to really move as much stuff. Right. Yeah. So what does that look like? And even there's companies that are like, Hey, we'll move you for free by doing this. What, did, what would that look like if you added that onto it? And so I think those are some big trends that are happening In the industry right now it's like that's why tracy i think you're seeing one of the questions we get is like why are all these big teams partnering with platforms like ours Mm -hmm. right or place they can use as an example right and it's because people woke up and said i can't do that alone Mm -hmm. i recognize that what the consumer wants because i'm on the ground with the consumer every day and a lot of people aren't and this is what they're asking for they don't want this whole commotion so then they say well i can't do it alone so how do i partner with a bigger platform like livian so who's going to support the consumer and me through this next iteration of what real estate is going to look like. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host, Tracy Belt, managing editor of Real Trends, interviews the brightest minds in real estate. Each week, brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts share their success secrets, trends, and lessons learned navigating this ever-changing industry. For more insightful interviews with real estate executives, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google
0: Podcasts, and more. Today, I'm talking to Adam Hergenrother, He is the founder of Livian and it is now in partnership with Keller Williams Realty. We talk a lot about changing consumer sentiment and some of the demands that consumers are putting on real estate brokerages and teams right now, and how the evolving model for a team or a brokerage consists of a lot of different services, not just mortgage title and insurance. And he also discusses agent and team retirement or buyouts, like what do agents and teams, what can they do to make their business worthwhile or worth selling? And also, you know, where are the opportunities in that? So it's an interesting conversation. We get in deep on a couple of different topics, and I think you'll really enjoy it. This is Tracy Velt, Editorial Director for Real Trends. Today, you'll be listening to an exclusive interview with Adam Hergenrother, CEO of Adam Hergenrother Companies and founder of Livian in partnership with Keller Williams Realty. So welcome, Adam.
1: Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. And I also want to thank you for all the work that you do to bring value to the listeners. I know how difficult it is. So thank you for all the time and energy you put into it.
0: Well, thanks. I I really appreciate that. Um, I want to start the podcast out just talking to you a little bit about Livian really and your partnership with Keller. So um, talk to me a little bit about the platform and then also uh, tell me a little bit about how the partnership came about and where that is right now.
1: Yeah, it's a wonderful question. You know, um, a couple of years ago, I recognized I've been building expansion, which um, we kind of reference as a team without borders. That's kind of the Mm -hmm. easiest way to say it. When you live in Vermont, you've got to go outside of Vermont in order to do that. And so for about 11 years, we've been kind of working and pioneering and working closely with Gary Keller to figure out a way to expand our team outside of our geographic area. And so we Mm -hmm. built her group. Um, Her group uh, then morphed. And last year, we kind of realized that we needed to really partner with somebody to get to the uh, size and to accomplish the vision that not just me, but our entire organization started to take on, which was kind of helping shape the industry. And so um, it was a logical step to uh, partner with Keller Williams. And we explored other options as well, too. But we didn't really want to run the risk of, you know, when you go and raise a bunch of capital, you run the risk of losing the vision or the mission of the organization. And I care way more about how we get where we get versus than just getting to some place. And, and our organization feels the same. So um, partnering with Keller Williams was an easy step because of the agent-centric notion that they have always taken about putting agents first and and going out there and um, helping shape the industry. So our partnership is that we're we're super excited to be um, jointly, you know, together at the hip, if you will, for for life. And we're excited to to move not just Livian forward, but the whole industry forward.
0: Okay, and for those um, who don't um, know what Livian is, why don't you
1: explain yeah. it? So we kind of look at it as like Libyan's a platform, right? You have a team, which is typically in one geographic area and usually a couple admin admin um, and buyer agents or selling agents, right? And then you have kind of an expansion team, which or a larger mega team is what people are referring to. And they may have 30 people on their team or, or larger size, but they're still kind of typically in one geographic area. And then this whole thing kind of expansion kind of started taking shape in many different brokerages. And it's where people started expanding off of from one location to the next, like San Antonio to Austin, right? And you started developing a larger geographic area that you could, you could do business in. Then we took it to um, what we we call like a platform. So our platform really helps support highly successful teams. And the way that kind of looks is that we handle everything from HR because, you know, here's the thing is most teams don't have a a great retirement program for their employees. They don't have a wonderful kind of HR um, processing in terms of hiring and, and, and replacing people, which all the things that a lot of CEOs, or agents or team leads, if you will, don't really have time to do. Um, we also handle all the financials for the organization, taking all the financial risks. so the individual that's that's partnering with us doesn't have to um, worry about saving reserves or to if they have a loss to cover it. We actually are covering all the financial aspects of those things. We have an entire playbook of basically how to from a lead generation model. We have our entire database management system is all done from our hub. So when you join we have somebody that wakes up every day and says, Hey, Tracy, how do I make your database generate more receiving leads? And I think that's really key here is a lot of agents don't mind answering their phone, but a lot of agents don't want to necessarily cold call. So what we want to do is we want to warm up the client in a more respectful way and help change the industry. So we kind of always, we're, we're focused on building through Livian, which is how do we get more people, more of our agents receiving leads from us at the system level in the management side, warming them up before they even know it. And that's where um, we can really play that with a database as we can really work the database to ensure that we're getting more receiving leads. Then it's a training calendar. it's um it's a first of all, culture is absolutely huge. And one thing that's really been interesting over the last um, couple of years is how a culture can be um, really, uh, solidified, even though you're not physically next to people. And I think that was one of the, the in 2010, when we first expanded across states, I was worried about what that looked like. Um, but I think in today's age, especially when the, what's happened over the last 18 months or so, it's been proven that it's been, it's, you can replicate the culture as much as possible through a lot of Zooms and different things like that. So the platform supports the agent on the 90% of the things that they're really not good at. Okay. And so they can go concentrate on doing the things that they're really good at.
0: Okay. Great. Um, would you say that it, it's kind of competition to like place?
1: Yeah. Place is wonderful. Um, I mean, they, they're very similar. Uh, mechanically, okay. we're very similar to what they do. Uh, we're, a, you know, they're a, you know, a real estate platform. We consider ourselves a real estate platform. I mean, we, right. were, we were kind of building along the same lines for the last 10 years together um, with that. And uh, yeah, mechanically they're the same.
0: Okay. Okay. I was just curious. Um, yeah. So, Talk to me a little bit about like your growth strategy and your plan for 2022, especially given um, the new partnership that you have.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, our bread and butter is partnering with already successful teams. And uh-huh. so then the question comes up is why would somebody successful want to partner with you guys? right? Well, number one is, you know we we look at the that kind of 30 to sixty million dollar team that's out there. They've doing they're doing a lot of things really well, but mm-hmm. they're actually missing a lot of the components to scale their organization to treat it as like an actual business. And so typically, um, within 12 months of partnering with a 30 to 60 million dollar team, we will double their profit. So we will literally walk in there with our entire platform, mm-hmm. remove all of the things that have become frustrations or irritations to the, to the team lead and allow them to really and train them on leadership, but also really allow them to succeed in their role so that they can take the and grow the organization uh, at the local level. So right now, our goal is to lay out an infrastructure throughout the United States, mm-hmm. which is essentially creating um, different area directors, if you will. And then from there, area directors are going to be going and um, opening up locations and kind of, if you think about it in the 800 specific kind of locations that Keller Williams has market centers approximately. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll look like somewhere between 10 and 15 teams launching every single month.
0: Okay. And what do you see as some challenges to that growth?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, emotional burnout for agents in general right now, too. There's a lot of that going on there. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think a lot of the challenges are going to come from just staffing right now. It's a major, I mean, 4.3 million people quit their jobs last month, right? Yeah. month before that, 4.1 million quit their jobs. Um, And so people are looking for purpose. But I think that's actually a great opportunity as much as it is a challenge Mm -hmm. where you can actually share with a vision and mission of what you're actually doing in an organization and how living in itself um, is blurring the lines between brokerages and teams, which we can get into in a second. But yeah. really, that the challenge that's going to come a lot from there is um, staffing with the appropriate people that want to be part of our mission, staffing mm-hmm. for the support that we have, um, and then making sure that we're executing on what, uh, what our vision is. And then also, like, look, leadership in general right now, but it's particularly in real estate, is way more than just selling houses now. Right, I mean, you're dealing with you have to take positions on social injustice and equality, and you have to deal with emotional burnout, and you're you're dealing with a range of emotions. That it's kind of this new expectation for leaders that this new generation of leaders has to be just as committed to people's own personal growth as there are to bottom lines and spreadsheets. So it's how do you take that? um, that 51% culture, 49% profit kind of ethos you will, in our organization and scale that. And so yeah. that's one of the things that we're working for right now is how do you scale the humanness of all of this, uh, across, across the country and into Canada at the same time, making it feel like, um, it's not just a number, but making sure that each person is heard and, and respected, which is what's demanded from leaders today
0: yeah and um this interview comes at a good time i uh, we just released the real trends 2021 team profitability study and i want to talk a little bit it showed you know about the difference in teams and brokerages and, and it's funny because i've had a lot of people contact me and and say you know it used to be clear cut like the team the brokerage and now it's very confusing um, and the teams in our study had a gross margin of 61.8 percent, compared to an average of 13.8 percent for real estate brokerage firms. Um, and that's Real Trends keeps benchmarking on on brokerage firms, and that's where that data comes from. Um, and and really, Steve Murray and I did a whole podcast on this, but we we talked about the the reason. Is that teams really focus on the leads, whereas a brokerage focuses on developing the agent, but you know you're on your own to get get the leads. Um, so your platform offers lead generation uh, for agents as a way for these teams to expand. So tell me how um, they differ from other teams and the kind of the lead generation that you're offering
1: yeah I also um'll make a comment to a little bit about that about just the, the brokerage and teams the blurring of those lines i think for for a long period of time um I, I think that brokerages held the ground because of their what they had for information and uh-huh. then I think a lot of brokerages and, and any affiliation um, kind of became complacent if you will and then these because remember when I got in the real estate in 2006 tracy the largest team I think was like 50 or 60 70 million mm-hmm. now that's like people kind of throw that around like it's like candy at a birthday party, right? It's not a big number anymore necessarily. And you've seen that grow with real chance yeah. rankings, right? Yeah. And and so what's happened is, is is these teams that have gotten so big, they've realized that brokerages, they haven't changed enough to support the team. Mm-hmm. And so this and what they've done is they've grown so large um, that they kind of charted to alienate themselves from brokerages. And so and I own three brokerages and mm-hmm. I own in a, a large team, so I can see it from all different sides. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of things that you have to really look for is how, how does, how do they, mer- what does this look like in a couple of years? And I believe that, li- that, that, Livian is born from this intersection between taking the best from what brokerages are doing and what teams are doing and bringing it to a consumer uh, consumer platform along with an agent-centric platform meeting at that intersection. So what does Mm -hmm. that mean? It means that brokerages have to be able to provide a different level of value to the agent that used to be provided to people. And also we're going back to the gross margin conversation. Mm People or agents are willing to um, are willing to pay for more value. You know, right. like discounted brokerage has been around forever, and the reason, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I believe they haven't really taken off, is because people actually are willing to are uh, pay for a different level of service. And I think teams have come in there and really started supporting that level of new service, which is I really just want to show up and I mm-hmm. want to either buy, I want to help people buy, sell, or invest, right? And and I want things to be taken care of for me. And as brokerages got larger, kind of over the last kind of 15 years, that level of value started to erode to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Now, teams came in there and said, well, hold on, Tracy, we're going to step in here. We're going to provide way more value than this. And that's why team explosion has happened. And now I think what you're going to end up seeing is a brokerage may own team and have a place for agents. I think that's the futuristic what it looks like. For Livian's perspective, we kind of walked in and said, well, hey, we we wanna we wanna really support the individual agent on this. So we have PC coaching for anybody that's brand new coming into it, they automatically go into that. We have advanced level coaching, we have the three or four different training programs for every single every single day that's happening there. We run boot camps that are much more highly specific to how people actually uh, what does it mean to actually get on the phone in Dallas? We have open dialogue nights, which people are getting on the phone, listening to people actually call. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot more lead receiving. So people are getting way more warmer leads that are coming in there. We handle all of your finances. We handle all the hiring, the de-hiring. And the other thing is, is now people are waking up and saying, well, I was the top agent on my team. Now I've got... You know, there's ten other people in this organization that are doing a hundred plus transactions. that I can mastermind with them and understand that I have a different level of success that I can have and an opportunity that is within there. And so, I think that's that intersection where Livian is born. Whereas that it's the support of having you know um, a financial structure behind it in terms of like mortgage title and insurance, which is a separate conversation. Right. But then really supporting. Mm-hmm. The individual person supporting the employee because most teams are not pouring into the employee the way that the employee needs the training. I'm not the right person to train an employee, right? Mm-hmm. But our director of operations, who runs the, the the operation side of this, is a great advocate to support the individual person. Think of it as like a conveyor belt where each part of the transaction from the, the consumer to the agent to everyone involved is now being handled by a specialist that rolls down the conveyor belt so that each time they get They're walking through there and they might get passed on to it. But each part of the process, there's an expert that's actually handling it for them. Again, from HR to finances, to employees, to the agents, to the training of the agents, all of those individuals. And that's really where that intersection of Libyan is born. And I think that's why you're seeing much higher gross margins for teams is Mm -hmm. because providing a lot more value and they're they're able to extract more income that way.
0: Yeah, and and it's interesting too. Um, you know, companies like Better and Rocket are yeah. building out real estate brokerages, and they're they're really building out real estate team yes. brokerages um, where they're handling you know the transaction. You have showing specialists, you have you know transaction specialists, and um, and they're but they're salaried, obviously. Yes. So it's a, it's a little bit different model, but but it is interesting. I'm seeing a movement um, toward that more so than I've ever seen
1: before. Do you, do you think it's this big cycle? I think back to like the C21 in the seventies that was like, literally, it was almost like we're coming back yeah. to that originally. Isn't that funny though? Yeah. Like we're almost coming back to that yeah. place. We're calling it teams, yep. but really brokerages back then, like nobody like had a team back in the seventies, right? They were just right. individual agents underneath the team brokerage that did everything yep. for you. Yep. And I think with the birth of internet and all the the ability to access things, brokerages didn't morph at the same level.
0: Mm -hmm. It was the
1: entrepreneurial spirit was born with the agent, which then morphed into a team and then started paying the pathway. It's really interesting to see this coming full circle.
0: No, I mean, it is. And even, um, you know, these new financing services with bridge loans, you know, none of that is new. It's just repackaged and marketed in a different way. So um, yeah, it seems like, you know, definitely some of the ideas that were old are, are new again and repackaged in a, in a new fresh way. So yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned mortgage title insurance and I know you offer a suite of that. So I wanted to talk to you about how, like, how is that structured? Um, first let's talk about that and then we'll talk Um, about the rest of it after
1: one of the, the biggest, um, uh, one of the reasons why we partnered with Keller Williams is because they've already built out their financial mm-hmm. arm, right? Yeah. Um, and so now we're branding it Livian Financial Services, mm-hmm. um, which is mortgage, title, and insurance, um, so that the consumer, basically what we're also doing with through Livian. And the reason why Livian was built the way it was, um, even the branding of it, is not necessarily um, tied to Keller Williams colors because we want it to be a consumer-driven uh, lifelong product. I mean, our mm-hmm. brand message, if you will, is love how you live, mm-hmm. right? Not just where you live, but love how you live. So we want to be part of their their experience for life, which is, okay, so two years down the road, you're at a an X percent quote for your mortgage. And then all of a sudden we email you because we know that you're part of our clients and we know what mortgage rates we have. We can say, we can automatically refinance you for um, 1% less and here's what you would save. And we can do it for free. It takes 48 hours, right? So that we're part of the consumer for life. So mm-hmm. we want to take the the financial sector, besides just the actual transaction of insurance, mortgage, or title, um, and really start being much more integrated in, into the consumer's life. But here's where it gets really interesting, is I, I believe in, in a couple years, they're shorter than later, to be honest with you, the consumer is going to demand almost a one fee that happens. So mm-hmm. Tracy, when you go to sell your home or buy a home, you may pay X percent, but you're yeah. going to get mortgage, title, insurance, and the sale of your home all included in it. I think I think that once that starts to break, that's going to be the new norm. So we're supporting and building those systems now so that when that does, if there's a one fee that rolls out, then uh, we're already positioned to be there. And I think, that's, I think consumers, once they get a taste of that, they're already expecting that. I mean, the other day I was in the grocery store I didn't even walk down the back aisle. I figured I'd just order on Amazon because it was easier to walk down the back aisle in the convenience thing. Or people use Uber so they don't have to take out their card for 30 seconds to swipe it afterwards. Okay. And I think the same thing's going to happen as we start to... People say, "Well, the real estate industry is going to be disrupted, but it hasn't yet." And I'm saying, "Well, it's because it's percolating. It's all being built right now, and we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. But it's when it breaks, it's going to be a a seismic shift, and the people that are not in position to take advantage of that are going to be too far behind to come in. And I believe it's going to be some form of a one-all fee. So we want to be there to support the consumer and support our agents at that intersection with living. And that's why we really bring into that financial services model." into the organization.
0: And don't you see that? I I mean, I'm seeing kind of an explosion in consumer first, um, you know, brokerages and and teams, you know, kind of um, using services that they know their consumers want. And I feel like that's that's a huge trend is is really consumers are driving these changes. But do you really see them as disruption? I've seen more. They tried disrupting. Um, now I'm seeing more partnerships, like they're actually working in partnership with agents and brokers rather than trying to disrupt them.
1: Yeah, I think outside parties try to come in and disrupt the agent for a long period of time. And I think they realized it didn't work. Right. I mean, mean, housing's been increasing since 2010. So we're in the longest trend Right, Mm -hmm. coming into it. This is the other thing. People say, you know, real estate's it's grown great. It's like, well, if you came in in 2015, you only experienced the rising market. Right? At some point, the cycle is going to change. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable for that to happen, and you're gonna. It's gonna feel different. And I think people realize they can't do it with a rising market. Then uh, we have to go figure out how to partner. And you're absolutely right, and I agree. I just think the consumer is going to disrupt the experience of the agent. There's 1.5 million agents out there. We may end up with 600,000. I don't really know, or Mm 700,000 that support all of that because they're able to to do more with more value um, being added. And as that starts to disrupt in terms of the actual industry, we want to be positioned to make sure that we have the consumer at the the forefront along with the agent, right? Right. That's why Mm -hmm. it's that combination. I think consumers really want the agent, right? They really want that person, just like you'd want a doctor next to you helping you fix your right. the broken foot, right? Yeah. And you want, and it, it, this is one of the biggest assets people sell in their entire lives. They want that guidance right there, but they want to be supported and they want it, um, as a package people don't like having to go to different things. And if you can, if you can provide that as an option, and I think that partnership comes into play. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to say, we have all of that, right? We're there, right? We have the financial arm from all those things. We have the agent perspective. We have the consumer perspective and let's go after and let's drive that forward with Libyan.
0: Okay. Um, and now I want to go into some things that, you know, um, are more trend-based, opportunity-based. Um, you know, what are some trends you're seeing in real estate teams and brokerages that you think will influence um, the services that you offer in maybe the next two years?
1: Yeah. I think one of the, the biggest trends that we're, we're seeing right now is that um, people from the agent side, right? They're actually focused a lot more in terms of where, where's my healthcare coming from? That's a big component right now for agents is, is what does that look like? What does my retirement look like? That's another big component. So I think from the, the team lead side, in terms of running a team, what you can do for you to support your agents is to provide different level of benefits that are out there. We see people leaving the industry all the time for a benefits package, which I think that there's ways to be able to support your agents that way. Um, so I think that's one, one area that it's going to, be really focused on it as we kind of lead to the next the next area here. And then I think the other big trend is kind of what we discussed is that consumers really want um, an all-in-one solution. You know, the, the Amazon is an easy kind of uh, right. get-out-of-jail-free thing to throw out there, right? That says like, hey, they want the Amazon mm-hmm. the real estate. So what does that mean? What does that look like, right? What does that mean for real estate? It just means that consumers have one place to go for all of their real estate needs, not just insurance, financial, or mortgage, or buying or selling a home. But right. then what about home repairs, mm-hmm. right? Where does it stop, right? Yeah. you know amazon never stopped right so Mm -hmm. what does that look like home repairs what about delivery services what about even things like we've mapped this out in our whiteboards like when somebody buys a home with you that you automatically have their first amazon delivery that they've been they've been ordering delivered to their house as part of the entire package. They don't have to really move as much stuff. Right. So what does that look like? And there's companies that are like, Hey, we'll move you for free by doing this. What did, what would that look like if you added that onto it? And so I think those are some big trends that are happening in the industry right now. It's like, that's why Tracy, I think you're seeing one of the questions we get is like, why are all these big teams partnering with platforms like ours? Mm -hmm. Right. Or place to use as an example. Right. And it's because people woke up and said, I can't do that alone. I recognize that what the consumer wants, because I'm on the ground with the consumer every day. And a lot of people aren't. And this is what they're asking for. They don't want this whole commotion. So then they say, well, I can't do it alone. So how do I partner with a bigger platform like Livian? So who's going to support the consumer and me through this next iteration of what real estate is going to look like?
0: Yeah. It's exciting time right now. I feel like there's a lot, you know, on the horizon and I've been in real estate for, I think, I think 30 years now. And um, so I was here when, you know, Zillow first started and like, you know, just all of, you know, through everything. And it just seems like every year you never expect what's coming, (laughs) you know, it's always uh, something new and exciting.
1: What are you seeing? What, What are you thinking?
0: Um, I think we talked about quite a few of them. I'm definitely seeing kind of this explosion of consumer. First, they're still focusing on the agent, but yeah. you know, the the one-stop shop that, yeah. that was so popular with that, that phrase was so popular years ago is now becoming a necessity. You, yes. you have to have a one-stop shop. Um, you have to be able to offer all of these services and you're right. It's not just mortgage title insurance, it's concierge, it's, you know, um, repairs, it's, you know, there's a whole plethora of different options. Um, I'm also seeing what you had talked about with retiring agents. Um, what do you do? Like, you know, is my is my business worth anything? And I'm seeing more brokers now, um, you know, working with team leaders and with agents to help them from the very beginning, build a business that will be worth something later on. And a lot of that has to do with systems. It's not your sphere of influence is important, but um, how are you going to replicate that? How am I going to replicate that? Um, and that makes it even more valuable.
1: So, yeah, it's really interesting that you said that our team on our, our contracts we partner with with an individual who's running one of our locations. We have an automatic mm-hmm. buyout clause for them. Yeah. So that at the yeah. end, once they hit a certain level, we we basically we're gonna get we're gonna set them up for their retirement. It's actually there's an open ended buyout right in there. Uh, yeah. So they feel really comfortable with that because. I mean, let's be, I mean, people say, well, I'm going to get 25% or some percentage of my commission for that lasts for like six months or a year. And then right. it just, just goes away. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the only industries where we can get such high income, but no asset value that is actually ever extracted from those things. And right. so I think that is something that people are really driving for. It's another reason why. Um, you know, our platforms like this are actually becoming because they go on, hey, that's my exit strategy. That's my right. five year plan. That's my 10 year plan. And and how do I and how do I look to, towards the future?
0: Yeah. And I know um Steve Murray, you know, he's been seeing a, a lot of a lot more teams coming for valuations. And and I said, So how many of them are happy with their valuation? And he said, Not many. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, some of that is the 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 how they built it to begin with. Um, He was talking about one who had this great referral service through Zillow. However, Zillow, you can't transfer that to another agent. Um, So so there are, are I think more agents and more team leaders are thinking long term rather than okay, you know, I this is what I do next and this is what I do next. They're they're building it in a much more strategic way.
1: You know what the biggest mistake people make when they're building a team is they build the team around their strengths and weaknesses instead of around a system and a process, like right. you said earlier. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that you can do if you're just listening to this building your own team, the thing is that you want to almost build it, removing you from the equation. Cause you go and hire two employees, they're supporting your weaknesses is what they're doing instead of supporting a business that can be scalable. It's right. a completely different way to look at it, right? Yep. And I think that's part of the process. And, and that's what we do with Livian is coming in there and saying, you're actually the problem in a good way, right? Let's yeah. get you out of that and actually set you up for where you're actually really good at doing and mm-hmm. remove all these other things. And a lot of people that you hired, in fact, were just, where you're a crutch instead of in a system. And that's why you can never escape. People always raise hands like, how do I get out of this, doing 100 transactions a year? How do I get out of this? How do I get out of production? Is right. that a big kind of thing for people? Well, the only way you do that is if one, if you invest into infrastructure that actually becomes a scalable unit at whatever size, 50, 100, 200, 300 units, it's irrelevant. Yeah. If you build that scalable solution to your organization so that you can insert yourself whenever you want. And I think that's what people are really striving for. and that's That's part right. of the business acumen that we can bring to the real estate industry as a whole.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's always been a brokerage thing and, you know, you could get a brokerage valued and you yes. can sell a brokerage, but it, when it came to agents or even teams, it was kind of, well, I'm retiring, you yeah. know,
1: <laughs> here's Joe over here. I'm going to take my business. Right. right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love that. Um, And and that comes to my last question. Just where do you see the most opportunity in, in real estate, whether it's teams, brokerages, you know, in general, where are you seeing the most opportunity?
1: Yeah, I I believe it's this this point this intersection that we're at between bringing all of the best parts of what Zillow has done to what brokerages have done, what teams have done to what other organizations look. The reason why organizations, if you use their name, they've done something right, right? So how do you look at those components and take that and morph and be willing? even though that it may erode profit for a small period of time, be willing to be on this forefront of change because we are on this precipice of changing the entire industry. You don't realize it until you look back. I believe each moment that we go on right now in real estate history, we are projecting that we're making the actual circle change to occur for consumers and for agents. And I believe that is taking the best components of all of this and bringing them into, into, um, you know, to an organization, like a brokerage may look like they may own a brokerage, may own a team, but then have a different split for agents who want to build their own team underneath a brokerage, right? Right. They have teams that are going out there and saying well how do i build what i'm billing into look most people don't live in vermont where there's more cows and people so they can live in. when you're living in like florida for instance there's a lot of cities that you can expand to and provide your higher level of service to a consumer so i think one of the biggest opportunities for real estate professionals is to change the industry one of the reasons why consumers don't it we're reviewed. If you were as a realtor, you're, you viewed more, um, as, as not as high as we can be mm-hmm. is because we don't have the right people in the right seats in the bus taking care of the consumer the entire way. And I think re- large brokerages teams, whatever you want to refer to them as yeah. can be that catalyst for that change. So The consumer has less stress coming into it. That's why I buying is so successful. I mean, we did a guaranteed sale, which is an I buyer program. And I bought houses back in 2006, right? right? It's no difference. It's just, much larger scale for those things. And when I was in there on a listing, Tracy, people would be like, the reason why it was attractive for them is because they Mm -hmm. wanted certainty. Right. So how do you build a team that can bring certainty to the consumer into your organization? and that is having a a wardrobe of different outfits that you can bring to the ball as soon as you need to go ahead and and regardless of the event that you're that you're there at and i think that becomes the the next opportunity for all of us is to um how do we build something that benefits the agent and the consumer that's an all-in-one consumer piece in a transaction yeah.
0: Well, you know, Adam, thanks so much for talking to Real Trends today. I really appreciate the conversation and I'm excited to to see what comes of Livian and and how you expand and grow. So, I'm sure we'll be touching base again as you move forward. So,
1: Great, Tracy. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Real Trending. To stay up to date on the current trends in the industry, subscribe to our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more.